Hello, welcome to the Monday, September 20th, 2021 edition of the Sands and Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich, and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. Xavier on Friday took a look at malicious calendar subscriptions. Calendar subscriptions are a feature that's common in many calendar systems, but abuse is most popular in iOS. The subscription feature doesn't really sound all that bad initially. Essentially, you can share your calendar with another individual. The result is that your calendar events are showing up in this individual's calendar and also notifications and such may pop up if events are approaching. The problem here is that this will be abused for spam and all it takes is one careless click and that's exactly what happened here with Xavier's kit who ran into this problem and now you are following a spammer's calendar and the spammer is now able uh, to essentially create uh, pop-ups using these calendar events that then include links that may lead you usually to spam but of course could also lead you to malicious pages. Apple apparently has a hard time uh, reining in uh, this abuse of their calendar system. Not too much you can do other than be careful what you click on and do not accept uh, these random calendar subscriptions. And Microsoft is reporting that they're seeing increasing numbers of exploit attempts for CVE 2021-4444. This is, of course, the MSHTML vulnerability that has been going around for at least uh, two weeks now and uh, was patched last week with Patch Tuesday. Didier put together a very quick uh, diary of the weekend showing how uh, his uh, analysis tools zip dump and re search can be used in order to extract malicious urls or potentially malicious urls from exploit attempts that try to take advantage of this vulnerability you can then double check the particular urls to see if they are in fact exploiting cve 2021 4444 and regarding the OMI, the Open Management Interface vulnerability that Microsoft patched on Tuesday, Azure hosts may still be vulnerable to this. Remember that these tools are installed automatically on Linux hosts within Azure. Microsoft apparently is not automatically patching this vulnerability so that's something that you have to do and active scans are underway there are some reports that this may actually already be exploited by one of the mirai botnets on twitter german fernandez posted that one variety of the mirai botnet that he observed did actually block the respective ports on a system so apparently at least trying to prevent exploitation for this particular vulnerability in our data we do see a lot of scans for port 1270 which is related to this particular tool however those scans appear to be coming mainly from researchers so we'll have to see how many of those scans are actually from actual attackers attempting to exploit this vulnerability. 
Beginning of the month, Netgear released a new firmware for its switches. And I mentioned here in the podcast often uh, these uh, switch and uh, similar vulnerabilities get a little bit lost. Uh, they're not that often exploited. Uh, now we have additional details from the group that actually found this vulnerability. And a very interesting vulnerability here actually in that uh, if an attacker is able to trick an administrator to log in and provide a password that contains a new line, this then allows control over the structure of the file that's then being used to execute commands. And with that, an attacker would be able to execute arbitrary commands on the Netgear switch as root. Pretty interesting vulnerability also together with a reboot vulnerability, essentially a denial of service vulnerability. All of these three vulnerabilities together do then allow full access as root to the particular switch. So with all of these details being out there, definitely take those vulnerabilities seriously and patch your switches. And then one quick correction from Friday's podcast. It's Windows subsystem for Linux, not Linux subsystem for Windows. Second part, the way I said it, I think makes more sense, but no, uh, Microsoft calls it Windows subsystem for Linux or WSL. Thanks. That's it for today and talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.